0: And now, on to the podcast. Thank you for joining. Welcome back to the podcast as we continue in the series on the science of good sleep. I don't think there's any of us that couldn't benefit from such a title or topic. Sleep is a critical part of our health, our well-being, our ability to be productive, to to have a good, uh, stable mindset, um, good mental health. Uh, heightened immune system, uh, a lot of other things. Uh, just even in a generally good disposition, <laughs> which uh, we all know we've been victim of uh, not having from time to time, as the old phrase goes, ah, you got up on the wrong side of the bed, right? Well, I've been sharing a lot of tips on that. I am uh, not a professed sleep e- expert, but I sure have done my research on it uh, for not only my own sake, and I work with a... Um, a neurodoctor that has helped me tremendously to improve my sleep, as well as my overall circadian rhythm, um, my state of mind, my hormone balance, as well as all of the uh, neurochemical balance, such as dopamine, serotonin, oxytocin. And sleep is all part of that quotient. So I do know uh, quite a bit on it, um, and I'm hoping to help you. And, And furthermore, I've been kind of pulling from this great article on Healthline, and I've mentioned it a couple of times um so if you want to take a deeper look go go back and listen to some of my other uh podcast episodes in terms of where i'm sourcing some of this information but i've got something i want to share today that's not necessarily in the article i mean there's a couple of pieces in it but for the most part it's stuff that i just uh have found to be incredibly helpful in terms of sleep and that is um, the overall environment that you're sleeping in. Now, the first thing that I want to share with you are the obvious ones, such as temperature and and light. And we did talk a lot about light already, so I'm not going to dive deep into that. Um, that was in I don't know, it was a few episodes ago in this series. If you want to check back on that, I did label it, um, you know, to something the effect of light. So do check that out if you missed that one. In fact, if you'd like this topic, I would encourage you to listen to all of them, especially if you're just joining us. And so um, the other piece to this that I want to cover is just the general environment of your room. And those might be noise. Um, it may be the arrangement of your room or the cleanliness of your room. And I may sound a little wacky when I say that to you. Um, because you're probably thinking, oh, you know what, who cares, you know, I am just go to sleep and I shut my eyes, I don't see it, it doesn't matter, nobody ever sees it, I keep the door shut. You know, you've got all those reasons, right? But um, there is actual uh, research has been done that how much clutter can affect the brain in making you feel, um, and especially, um, you know, I find this more often in female types um, of people, you know, whether you have a stronger feminine side or not it really is not make any difference what sex you are necessarily, but it can. And um, I tend to internalize things, okay? So instead of, you know, walking into a messy room and saying, oh, look, it's a messy room, and then going on with your life, um, you walk in, you go, oh, it's a messy room, I feel horrible. And so that horribleness goes right to bed with you. So if you have a messy room, or you have uh, an environment where there's too much noise or too much light, um, or it's just not cool enough, then it's up to you to do whatever you can to make a change. Now, I'm going to give you a couple tips on that, especially on the noise piece. If you have traffic on the outside or just some hubbub or maybe noisy neighbors, a great way to remedy that is to run some fans. Now, I'm not saying you necessarily have to run them facing you, although that can certainly help with the temperature part of it if you need it, right? Um, uh, you don't want to really point the fans to your face, though, because it can it can you know cause you some issues in terms of stuffiness or... Um, you know, especially if you have any kind of allergies or whatever. But just having the fan blowing on you um, if you're if you're too hot. But if you're not too hot and you're just doing it for the sake of noise, um, then it can definitely drown out some of those exterior noises. And many of you maybe already know that. In fact, I know a lot of people that love to sleep with a fan. Uh, it can make a difference any time of year. All right, so now I want to talk about bedding. Now that may sound like another obvious one. Uh, But it does make a difference. In fact, here's some studies, and I am pulling this part of my conversation from the article. Um, But it says, apart from a relaxing environment, bed quality can also affect sleep. One study looked at the benefits of a new mattress for 28 days, revealing that it reduced back pain by 57%. Shoulder pain by 60% and back stiffness by 59%. It also improved sleep quality by 60%. Those are some pretty big numbers. That's over half. Other studies point out that new bedding can enhance sleep. Additionally, uh, poor quality bedding can lead to increased lower back pain. The best mattress and bedding are, are extremely subjective. If you're upgrading your bedding, base your choice on personal preference. It's recommended that you upgrade your bedding at least every five to eight years. Now, I know I'm speaking to people all over the world, and for some of you, you may not have that luxury or you, you may not have that option. Um, so, you know, just take from this what you can And do with it what you can. I'm just here to throw ideas out there. It's up to you to glean the nuggets that work for you. Okay? Uh, So if you have not replaced your mattress or bedding for several years, this might be a very quick, although potentially expensive, fix. Finally, I want to talk to you about the bedding itself. So the sheets, the blankets, the pillows, etc., etc. And I know everybody has their own preferences, so I'm not going to interject anything in terms of what kind of pillow you should get. Um, but you definitely want to test out different options on it. And um, and then the sheets, if you have really cheap sheets or you're not using any sheets, which is a, a also kind of a bad situation, and, and if you, you're in that situation, I feel bad for you. Um, but sheets can make a big difference too because if you have really cheap sheets that are tearing or pulling out from the edges or they're, you know, balling up at all um, because they're bad, just a poor fabric, that can keep you awake too. So I wanted to cover everything. I know some of this stuff is elementary. Some of this stuff is like obvious, but I wanna make sure I covered at least the bases on this with this particular episode. So this is Michelle, I'll come back tomorrow and we're gonna talk about um, things that you should and shouldn't do before bed.